Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello and welcome to You Beauty, Mamma Mia's podcast for your face. I'm Shazzy Hunt. And I'm Lee Campbell. I don't know why she sounded like that. You sound came... like cowgirl. That just came out. Oh, no, I feel like it's going to be a silly this episode. This is setting a great tone for the week ahead. Shazzy Hunt, I wanted to ask you, and it's a bit late now, do you like being called Shazzy? I do. What's the backstory? So, is your name Shazzy from no, birth? No, it's not. So my name is Sharon Hunt. When you have a name like Sharon and you live in Australia, yes. it gets changed. From the moment I was a kid, it's been changed. And actually, Shazzy is one of the more recent incarnations. It was started actually by Holly Wainwright. Yes. She was my boss back in the day in Mags when I yes. was like a junior burger starting. Yes. And she just started calling me Shazzy in meetings and Which everything. Which is hilarious because she's English, so they don't usually do the I Aussie know. thing to names. And it sounds even better. I love hearing it out with her English accent as well. Yes. And it just stuck. So mm. that was like very early in my career. Yeah. And then I went on to other mags and then to freelance and then now this. But the name has stuck <laughs> in my you. but it mostly in my professional world. It's kind of Shaz normally to okay. all my friends. Okay, but we had the Shazzy. O- the only people that call me Sharon are my dad and the bank. <laughs> Yeah, when you're in trouble, you're like, when my husband's like, Lee, I'm like, oh, God, what have I done? Uh, I didn't spend it. It wasn't me. We call each other bear. Oh, Oh, that's that's so gross. Bear, yeah. (laughs) It's not. The one animal Alexander is afraid of is bear. So if we're in the other room and yell out and forget and I go, bear, he's like, no, bear. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm calling dad. Anyway. Oh, gosh. What a tangent. What are we doing today? So Monday is the day when we answer all your burning questions. And on today's show, we have a listener asking for my beauty routine. Yes. How flattering. And later I'll share my go-to products, but for now we have a question from Rachel. Dear Lee and Shazzy slash Erin slash whoever is sitting in Kelly's seat on a Monday, I know you've covered layering on lots of occasions, but the questions never seem to run out. If I'm going to use an all-in-one hydration slash anti-aging serum like the Jojoba Company Ultimate Serum or Biology BF Restore, I have both of these waiting to be used, would using an acid first affect their effectiveness? I'd like to be able to use these serums every night, but I do like an exfoliating liquid a few times a week. Or should I maybe keep the serums for the morning? I use niacinamide every morning, but I imagine they layer okay over these. Thanks for brightening my weekday mornings. Getting ready for work is so much happier with you lovely people to listen to. Thanks, Rachel. That was so nice. Go, Rachel. I love that you listed the products you've got waiting to start. Both fantastic products, by the way. So girls got good taste. (laughs) I also like how she put all the slashies on the names. And that's not just our workplace that's like that. Every workplace is like that to whoever is currently in the office and able to work. Who's doing what? Exactly. (laughs) Who doesn't have COVID, really? So, yes, you can absolutely lay them. So if you're using a chemical exfoliant, an AHA or a BHA, because you say you like a liquid exfoliant a few times a week, we're doing that at night, obviously. 
cleanse your skin, do that on clean, dry skin, then leave it 10 to 15 minutes. That's absolutely fine. If you want a deeper exfoliation, just wear that to bed. Sometimes I do that probably once a month or if my skin's congested or if I've had a lot, a lot of sunscreen over summer. But after 10 to 15 minutes, it's completely fine to go in with either of those serums, any hydrating serums, pretty much any serum. I just wouldn't combine your liquid exfoliants with your retinols or your vitamin A's. Mm. And what that serum will do on top is basically just deactivate, like turn it off and just say, that's enough. But it's probably done the majority of its exfoliating anyway. Leave it, let it do its job, almost like a mask. Then put your hydrating serum on, then your oil, then your night cream, then your slugging, then whatever you want. It's completely fine. Shazzy. So thinnest to thickest always, I guess that's just a basic, that's nothing even to do with the ingredients. So as long as you're sticking to that order, and I think Lee mentioned one of the most important points, which is the time frame. Do not rush. When you are layering, you need to allow time for the products to be absorbed and so that they don't interact with one another. So we are talking a couple of minutes between your acid step to your hydrating serum step. I guess the other thought I had was the combinations of layering is something you do need to be a bit mindful of. Vitamin C is notorious for being a little bit cheeky. And I think that, is it the biology one, I think has some vitamin C in it. So just be aware of things like retinol, though I don't know if you'd be putting those together anyway in the morning because no. it's not generally a morning. Yeah, and she's saying she wanted to use them at night on yeah. top of liquid exfoliating because she's got a nice dynamite in the morning. Yeah, you true, know. So true. I think what she's asking if she can do, I would do on my yes. face. I'd be happy to do on my face. Yeah. Take your time and it's good at night. You've got time to let the chemical exfoliant work before you do your hydrating. I just wouldn't do a retinol on top of a BHA, for example. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Hopefully that helps, Rachel. Let us know if you are going to Glowtown. All right, I'm going to read the next one because it's for you, Shazzy. An awesome listener is calling on your expertise. Lucy asked, while Shazzy is filling in, is it okay to ask her about products for darker skin tone? We have similar colouring. I'd love to know her go-to brands she uses for foundation and concealers in her shade and also eyeshadow and lipstick and even blush colours that suit her so I can copy. Lol. Lol, Lucy. Basically. <laughs> Biatch stole my look. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I'm happy shashy. to share. Give me your makeup bag. We'll post it to Lucy and you're done. <laughs> so talk me through, and obviously there's a podcast if people haven't seen what you look like. Yes. Your beautiful, delicious skin tone. Who are you? Let me tell you a bit about it. So in terms of my cultural heritage, my mum is Indian from Fiji. My grandparents are European, so from Poland and Belgium. So I kind of don't look <laughs> like one thing at all. I often get mistaken for having Greek skin, Lebanese skin, Italian skin, and sometimes Indian skin. Just delicious skin. Oh, thank you. Great skin and but hair. But the good news is, because I kind of fit a broad range of skin tone looking skin, is that my makeup probably reflects that. And I have had to become pretty good at figuring out what kinds of brands really cater to a darker skin tone and which ones kind of don't stand up. Hmm. The other thing I do want to quickly touch on is winter versus summer complexion. Now, when you have darker skin, even when you are using sunscreen as I am vigilantly, there is a really big difference between your winter colouring and your summer colouring. That's so interesting. It is important to know. I noticed it the most when I lived in Melbourne for five years where there's a lot less sun in the day Mm. and I became much, much lighter 
and I needed to really adjust my foundations, particularly in winter, wow. to reflect that. And then when I came back to Sydney, those foundations actually haven't even been able to use anymore. Wow. And obviously so you don't sunbake. So is it just no. because you've got more melanin? More melanin. Just and so it naturally just produces it. Yes. incidental exposure. That Absolutely. Wow, that's fascinating. So it's just something to keep in mind as well. If you have darker skin, you'll know what I'm talking about. You've gone to use a foundation that you perhaps used all summer and then you go to use it in winter and you'll think, wow, mm. it's like several shades darker than where I was. So just be mindful of that. Mm. Foundations. Oh, these are the hardest ones because it is very hard to find a foundation that is tone matching. And I'll be honest, a lot of the time I do a lot of mixing of colours. Okay. The gold standard is the one that gets used anytime I sit in a makeup chair for, you know, red carpet events or for on-camera work. And it is, I bet you even know what it is, Giorgio Armani Luminous Silk Foundation. It is the best. It is the one that the experts swear by. And the reason is because it looks amazing on all complexions. It glides onto the skin and it is stunning. In terms of the shades, 6 and 6.5 are mine often blended together. Mm-hmm. Okay. They are $105 each and mm-hmm. I do not expect you to go and spend $105 because, yes. and two of them <laughs> for that matter. I can't even justify that. But that is the one, 100%, that if you go and sit with a professional and having makeup done professionally, that is what they'll use on someone of my skin colour. Mm. What I have as my little substitute for that is raw super camo foundation. I like in caramel or toffee. Oh, depending. I love raw. R-A-W-W. Yes, I love their eyeliner. It's a naturali brand, but Mm. that's not why I'm in it. I'm in it because the coverage is medium to high. And this is super important because as we do in our line of work, you often have to do stuff on camera. And I was taught from a very young age with my skin tone that I bring my own foundation with me because you can't be sure that the person who's doing your makeup will have your colour. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. So this is the one I will bring and it is medium to high coverage and it will give you that really great look. And, you know, we're all on camera nowadays with Zoom. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) And this is the one that will give you a very even and flawless looking complexion and take away that washed out look. Okay, that sounds good. For every day, Clarins Skin Illusion Natural Hydrating Foundation in Coffee. This is the one that I love. This is what I'm wearing most days, what I'm wearing today. This one is about letting your natural skin shine through while still evening the tone. It has a lovely little glow about it. It's probably not strong enough if you're looking at taking selfies. I'd wear it, you know, for a nice night out, for a dinner, just everyday wear. It makes your skin look put together. Like your but skin but better. Being, yeah, your skin but better, 100%. Okay. It is $52, but you only need a couple of drops at a time. So mm. I've had one that lasted a long, long time. Mm. Concealer. We were talking about concealer, uh, was it last week, I thing and how tricky it is and it's another layer of tricky where you're trying to get a color match and um, the one that I found always delivered is a cheapie it is Revlon photo ready concealer in medium deep $24.95 I also really like their matching blurring powder also in medium deep the color is spot on it's the right match it is the absolute right match for me do you Um, find oftentimes darker skin tones that it goes orange do they absolutely that's the pits and to be honest I've for many years not even worn concealer concealer when I've really struggled to find one that matches. And the funny thing with the Revlon ones is it isn't actually a really broad color range. You know, you've got some ranges that are really dedicated Mm. to that, but this one just just really fits and they've really gotten it right for me. And that brings me to eyeshadows. Now, 
The thing with eyeshadows is a lot of the times, it's the same for blush and for lipstick, to be honest, is you will apply a colour and you will not see it. You know you're using a colour. You look at it in your hand in the palette yes. and you put it on your face and it's just gone. It just goes somewhere. Wow. It is just not visible. So if you are a woman of colour and you have not made your way down to a Bobby Brown makeup counter in a department store, you need to go right, <laughs> right now. now. Put the podcast because down. that was a game changer for me. That was the first time when I really saw the color in my hand showing up on my face in that same tone. Browns, neutrals, taupes, those tones are the ones where you really test the metal of, mm. of an eyeshadow palette and how well it'll show up on darker skin. And Bobbi Brown ones really show up true on your skin tone. I also find they do beautiful little accent colours. If you have dark hair, dark eyes like me, purples are your friend. Mm. I've recently gotten into um, really dusty pink as well. Let it shine. It looks great matched with nudes. Ere Perez Chamomile Eye Palette in Pretty is a, because Bobby Brown palettes are expensive. Mm-hmm. That Ere Perez one is a newer one I've discovered and also does a really nice job. Mm, I'm learning so much. Uh, blush, same thing. As I said, it's really about getting the colour that's actually going to appear on your face. Mm-hmm. Good news, the Goldilocks of blushes, NARS Orgasm, works for darker skin too. And it oh, is good. heaven. It is heaven. It's delicious. That's and it for comes everyone. in a powder and a liquid and any oh, formula so, you want. And all the different formulations I've tried are all magic. Oh, so good. Highly recommend. Love. And just as a more budget option, Natio Blusher in Peach Glow. This is oh. a real hidden gem. Again, there are only three shades in this blush. All three of them show up on my face and they look heaven. But my oh. favourite is Peach Glow. Okay. $13.95. It's cheap as chips. Yes. Get to it. Oh, my gosh. Lips. Lips. Okay. This is probably where I struggle the most. Unless, I will have a caveat, MAC lipsticks, if you are doing a very bright colour, a very bright red, I love morange for an orange oh, red tone. That's a great colour. Mm. If you are doing a very strong lip colour, go to MAC, yeah. $30 each. They will 100% look amazing. They look amazing on everyone. But yes. where it gets really tricky is when you are trying to do, in the olden days, called a nude lip yes. colour. Which was just a white person's foundation yeah. shade, let's face it, and not acceptable. Thanks, Lee. It's true. And the problem with those colours is, one, they either didn't show up at all on your lips or they just looked really washed out. Yeah. So I won't lie. This is not something I have an answer to perfectly. Most of the time I find when I'm doing a lip colour, I will mix about three different lipsticks and then maybe a gloss yeah. on top as well don't to you find achieve also a shade. The days you've done that and you've posted a photo, for example, everyone's like, what's on your lips? And you're yeah. like, oh, don't ask me. It's too complicated. I, you know, I couldn't even explain. It's like a chemist <laughs> yeah, it's a in recipe. the lab mixing process. I'm putting one on, literally blotting it off with a tissue, yep. adding Drawing a different colour. Somehow it makes this blend. And, of course, I can never recreate it again of if course. I wanted to and when I want to. But I do like for using in my little chemist blend Maybelline Colour Sensational Lipsticks, 1995 each. They are nice and affordable and mm. they do kind of mix and match well. And then on top, Naturium Phyto Glow Lip Balms, 2095 each. These actually do have quite a good pigment that shows I up. I love those lip balms. Yeah. Love them. They're fairly new. It's like a petally pink that's yes. just, and they feel so good. I've forgotten the name of the tone, but it's a real deep raspberry colour and it shows up beautifully. That's kind of the tone you're looking for. For your colouring. When you're, for your colouring. When you're looking for something that is, I'm going to call it neutral, something that is covered and yep. 
got a little something, but yeah. without being showy. Yes. You're looking for this kind of raspberry, and this is the closest I've ever found to something like that in a gloss. So I hope that helps. That was so helpful, and honestly, it was really eye-opening to me, and you, I want to go look at all those products in my shade too, so it was helpful yeah. to everybody and hopefully helpful to our listener. Good. And on that note, we want to answer your questions and be helpful for you. Our email address is youbeauty at mamamia.com.au. You can email us, you can send us a voice note, or you can call the pod phone on 028 and FYI, just by listening to You Beauty, Mamma Mia's daily beauty podcast, you're helping to fund girls in schools in some of the most disadvantaged countries in the world through Mamma Mia's partnership with Room to Read. We're currently funding 300 girls in school every day and our aim is to get to 1,000. This podcast is brought to you by Mamma Mia and this episode was produced by Michaela Floriano. Have a lovely day and see you tomorrow when Shazzy is back for Ask Expert. See you then. Bye-bye.